podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Crunchy Bars. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Delicious and convenient, both their toasted almond and lemon almond flavors have two grams of net carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein, all in a satisfying crunch. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Bars are now available in the granola bar aisle at Walmart. We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Hey guys, this is Emil Heskey, and you're listening to the guys of Coppin Frackers. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Cop and Fracker, proudly powered by Touchline Media Group. I am your host, Mr. Christian, and this week I am joined by an all-star cast. It's a four-man booth. It's smaller than usual, but you know, you're going to get the same amount of content as you usually do. Um, firstly, I am joined by Mr. Glam. How are you, sir? What's going on, mate? What, first this week, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> See, you know, I, you know, I like, I know how you like it, man. I got, I got to introduce you first, man. No, thank you, man. I'm good, mate. Yourself? I'm very good, thank you. Uh, I, I, I don't know if you listened to last week's pod, but you were, um, you were robbed of the People's Champion Award. I was like, fuck, you know, how many, by how many votes, man? Harold, how many votes was it? I think it was about like four. Can't lie to you. Yeah, nah, that's, that's internal investigation going I think, on there, but I think, it, yeah, I think, it, 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 I think it actually was six. I think four was to do a bit, a bit of justice, but yeah, yeah, it, that's it, it right, wasn't man. even that's close. Cool, man. Listen, listen, no, no, but no hard feelings, man. <laughs> we all contribute to the pod, man. We're good. 
You are you, you are champion anyway, Harold. Uh, not Harold. Glam. You're also our champion, <laughs> Harold, as well. So how was how would it on it? Crazy. No, no, no. It was it was it was Dan. Dan it, it was Dan. <laughs> oh, that's cool, man. Dan's a cool guy. No worries. Ah, <laughs> oh, love, bro. Love as always. Um, if you've not heard him by now, we're also joined by Mr. Harold, the one of the hosts of the brand new NBA podcast presented by Switchline Media Group. Quite so fracas. Uh, Harold has got many jobs now, so um, he's um, he's like Julius in um, Everybody Hates Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I like that comparison, but no, thank you so much. Yeah, um, as always, this is my first home, and this will always hold priority in my heart. Don't you worry, cop and fracker till I die. Happy to be here. And of course, you can catch Harold on Quartai Fracas. Uh, you can find that now on Spotify, and is it available on Apple as well? It is now available on Apple as well. So yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Fantastic content from the guys over there. If you want to listen to all of the NBA playoff previews, um, just to catch up and you know, see who you want to bet on, definitely check it out and definitely recommend it. And a big shout out to Harold and the guys over there. Last but not least, I'm joined by Mr. Anik. How are you, sir? I'm good. Thank you, Chris. How are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. I'm very good. If you are, um, unfortunately, we, we don't have a video anymore, but we might clip it because... Anik is sporting possibly one of the greatest beers I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, oh, thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, I was, I was thinking of, uh, you know, I'm going out tomorrow, so I was thinking of giving it a trim. But, you know, now you guys have turned around and said it looks good, I might just keep it, you know. Oh, it does, thank man. you. Proper, proper. <laughs> just a quick uh, housekeeping note. Um, we will be dropping... Um, a short snippet, a short interlude, Paul's interlude, if you will, um, for, for R&B fans out there, uh, with an interview that we conducted today with the Echo's own Paul Ghost, talking about a variety of topics, uh, transfers, everything LFC, uh, Costas, Timakas, Abby Kata, Rian Brewster, it's all covered. So we're going to be dropping that at around, the, around about the half, a snippet from that interview, around about the halfway mark. And if you are interested to listen to the full interview, uh, that will be available from Thursday for our Patreon audience. So if you want access to that and the whole host of content that we've got on our Patreon page and not to blow steam, uh, up my own ass and the team's ass, it is fantastic content. We've done a really good job of putting stuff up out there. Um, one of our latest releases as well about the mentality of Liverpool Football Club, t- proudly titled Mentality Monsters, developed by Mr. Harold himself, who took a prime lead in leading that podcast, um, is available now as well. So head over to www.patreon.com slash and you can sign up for as little as £3 a month to have access to all of the content that we have on there. Um, so yeah, get listening and be on the listener be on the listen for the short snippet that we'll be dropping and the midpoint of the pod so let's get into it gents um won't lie it's a little bit of a quiet period by liverpool standards as well um so let's kick off with a little bit of tiago and cantara chat we've all been watching him play for Bayern munich in the well of course in the the pumping of chelsea shout out to chelsea over there and of course the complete and utter destruction of Barcelona, um, which was supported by former Liverpool man, Felipe Coutinho. That was quite funny. Um, so, and we've, we've had a lot of reports recently as well with, you know, uh, apparently terms have been agreed, houses have been looked at, and it's just a matter of time until this transfer possibly becomes official. So, 
I, I'm, I'm, I'd be right in saying that Harold and Glam, you two would be very happy with Thiago coming to the squad. Would you say that? Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm happy with the personnel. I, I just don't know if we need him. I'm telling you guys, no, no, Glam, I'll straight you off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Glam continue, Glam. Glam, Glam, Glam continue, changed. continue. Please Glam continue. Listen, listen, brother, listen. You can talk my my hell, my buddy, but what I'm saying is, bro, I like the player. I really do. But it's other, it's other, I'm, more, I'm more excited about getting a left back. I don't know much about him, I'll be honest. But um, the fact that we filled a position where Robertson can have a rest or even be challenged, I'm happy with. Thiago, yeah, he comes in, but as I said, we're, we're quite stocked in midfielders. And unless he's going to be this standout midfielder, it doesn't bring me with excitement, but um, he's a good player. But this is what I mean, Glam. He's, he's, he's a world-class player. And he's available. Anik, put a pin in that one. We'll come back to that in a second. <laughs> Harold. Please, please. I know you want to do a little bit of a quick rebuttal to what Glam said there, because I can see the literal <laughs> shot on <laughs> <out> your face. <laughs> so... <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe what I'm hearing. Um, Anik, before you go and go on your little spiel, your little monologue, which I've, I, I, I took it into the I'm ready. I'm ready. Glam has changed, guys. I said it before we started recording, yeah. Now we've won the Premier League and the Champions League. Glam is too relaxed. Life is just a breeze for him now. Listen, on the off-season, yeah, Glam is the most chilled, relaxed guy. I promise you, as soon as September the 12th hits... Glam will be in our faces. We need more options in midfield. These guys are bums. Look at Salah, I can't finish anything. I promise you that will be Glam to me. I can't believe what I'm hearing. You're too calm and collected. No, Harold, understand, understand, my friend. But um, I was never, if you don't see the project, guys, I was never, ever screaming we need anything but a creative number 10 midfielder. Nothing else. We're well stocked. And what I don't want, I'm a fan of Bridget, yeah? I don't want people like that falling short because we're trying to get someone that's established. Yeah. If that means and you fall short for Thiago, then so be it. You see, see, I'm not, I'm not with that. Yo, I'm not with that. I'm not with that. I'm not happy to do that. You, said, you, said, you said, would he be a standout player? Absolutely he would. No, no, no. Why, he, why, he, why he, would he be a standout he, player? His caliber, his caliber, his talents are standout. I mean, for Liverpool and our way we play, will he fit in like that? Why wouldn't he? I'm not saying why wouldn't it? I'm asking, I don't know. This is why I'm oh, reserved. Okay, okay, fine, fine. Okay, fair enough. Okay, I can't, you know, if it, I'll if, if, We all know it can. And if he doesn't, then what then? Yeah, I mean... You're going to motivate a 30-year-old to go in, you know what I mean? I say, yeah, he's exactly. done everything already. Okay, wait, Alex, stop, stop agreeing, okay? Just first all, stop agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to Glam here, yeah? <laughs> but okay, so if, if he comes in, is anyone, is anyone moving? Yes. Who? Who? Why now, you think so? so if so oh if Okay, even then, even if Wanyalda moves, does he get in ahead of Fabinho, Cater, or Henderson? He doesn't, he doesn't need to get in ahead of ahead of Fabinho. He doesn't yeah, get in. He has to play. He has to play. He has to play. I think I will, I will, I will, I will caveat. I will caveat to Harold's point. I think there'll be a lot more rotation with central midfield options from next season, with rest be, probably being a, a luxury. Um, yeah, for some players, and obviously there's not going to be any winter break, so you've got the intensity of that Christmas period, New Year, um, and February as well. So that's going to be a bit of a hectic period. So I can definitely see where Thiago would fit in. But I also do see Glam's point is to say, would his possible talents be utilised properly in this Liverpool team? And if he's not playing, 
would he be okay with kind of just like coming off the bench, et cetera, et cetera, in certain scenarios. So I, I can definitely see both sides to it, really. But I think it's a situation for Liverpool at the moment where if a world, world-class player is on the table and, you know, he, he would definitely, he, you know, he wants to come, all the signals are there. I think yeah. you just do it. You just do it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, mean? I, I want to ask Glam a question. I want to ask Glam a question. Yes. Would your tune be different if it was Isco rather than Thiago? Oh, yeah, because he, I don't think... <laughs> in the, um, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Tell me why. Isco has um, more flair than Thiago. Um, Thiago, Thiago, the role that Thiago plays, I think he was suit Liverpool more, but Isco is different to what we have. He, so is Thiago. No, but Thiago will more dominantly play central. Yeah? yeah, and he would look to be obviously. He, I think to me, he's, he's more of a box to box. If I'm honest, he, he can, can create, but and yeah, but he's more of a box to box. Thiago's obviously that number that flair where we don't have. Obviously, Lallana's gone. Um, Minamino probably is going to be that closest player. So uh, we're lacking a flary number ten sort of player, and that's what I want to see signed. If Thiago's going to do that role, then also well, be would, it, you, would, would you not see that player being Curtis Jones though? Potentially, I yeah, yeah, but I don't think he's going to play more than fifteen games a season. Next That's season. Fair. The thing is, the thing is, what I say about Thiago is because I want, I prefer a man who can do both, a man who can play. Yeah, I agree. And, agree. And not, and not be out of it. I wouldn't trust, I wouldn't trust Isco in the position as much as I would trust Thiago. That's fair. I wouldn't either in that term. So, but I'd, and, I'd, I'd and age-wise, is that what I think it's one year between? I think Isco's twenty-eight, and I think um, Thiago's twenty-nine. Isco, sorry, Thiago is world class. He is top three centre midfielders in the world. He is, in, he is insanely good. With all fairness and respect in Bundesliga, but yeah, I can hear you. I hear what you're no, saying. No, 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 no. Come, like, stop, don't do this. Buddy, no, 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 no. hold on. He's been in Bundesliga. Are we, are, we, are, we talk, are, we talking, are we talking talent? Because he's definitely a top five talent. He is. Even in the Bundesliga, the Bundesliga, which has two teams represented in the last four of the Champions League, of which Premier League has absolutely none. So, you whoa, can't whoa, be... whoa, whoa, hey, 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 listen, we, Bundes, the Bundesliga compared to the Premier League teams, I don't think this competition, yes, by a minute on top right you, now, but you'd be surprised but, how similar but, the leagues are. I'm, I'm, I'm going by the pedigree of Bundesliga that I thought it was, is not as high as. I, I thought it was a few years, seasons ago. I'll what, be honest. What, what I will say is, there's normally a one winner, which is Bayern Munich. They've definitely won seven out of. Yeah. I think they won pretty much the last five at least. Uh, um, what is yeah. the titles, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, I think um, they've won it every year since like the 2013, mm-hmm. haven't they? I think yeah, it's 2011. It was... I think really? Dortmund. I think Dortmund last won it in 2011. Dortmund, Dortmund were the last team, but I'm not too sure of the years. Yeah, I, I think it might be like close to seven. Yeah. It might yeah. be 20, sorry. Uh, no, 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 He's a top class player, but um, and as as Christian said, like free transfer, he wants to come, do it, do it. But I'm just saying, I'm you know the excitement like when we was getting Fernando Torres or the excitement. Yeah, it's not that. It's not that. It's not that. That's that's what it is. It's 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 definitely a hundred percent isn't that because we but we're at different stage now. We already mm. we we already have those players. We we've converted them into the Fernando Torreses. Like we've got the Van Dykes, we've got the Salah, we've got the Fernando Martin. Torres. Where, where's he? Where's our Fernando Torres? No, 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 as in as in like I've been not a number nine wise, but I mean caliber oh, okay. player. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean, yeah, so yeah. like we've we've got star players now, so we don't need to necessarily go out and splash the cash on another Fernando Torres. Although I would love to that for that to happen, but it's not as it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now hundred percent, hundred percent. But in a nutshell, yeah, I'll take 
Santiago all day long. Okay, I'm glad. Alec, I'm, please, let's, I'm let's gonna cut and sense. we're gonna cut back to Mr Mr. Palmer. You are <sighs> on the red table talk here. Um uh Right. So I've no said, no no, 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 no secret that you've had especially if you are in uh, the Touchline Discord. Be sure to set, sign up for the Touchline Discord. Very good conversations going on. Um, Anik is no stranger to a lovely controversy that we made him explain yeah. himself in the WhatsApp group and the um, Discord group as to why he is slightly against the potential sign of Thiago. So, Anik, yeah, we're all going so- to mute our mics and we're going to let you have the floor for this one. You can't jump in yet, Harold. That's it. Some some mute. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So I've said from the start that whether Tiago comes or not. I'm okay, not that's bothered. enough. I've had enough. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Anik. I'm sorry, Anik. You go. No, yeah, no, yeah. it's cool. It's cool. Um. So so I'm I'm not fussed either way whether he comes or not. I initially thought that yeah, look, there's just too much noise. There's just too much like respect we're giving this guy, and I thought. You know, let me let me just play devil's advocate initially here and see exactly, you know, what he offers and, you know, what he brings. And to be honest with you, the more I've been looking into it, the more we've been having our debates and more arguments, arguments, controversies et al. You know, the, the more it seems like he's not suited to us. And personally, I don't really think he will work. I mean, point number one is his injury record. And I know in recent years, it's got better. And, you know, he's been out for less games than Fabinho this year, etc. The fact that he has had, you know, big, big injuries that have ruled him out for half a season, a couple of times in his career, that for me, you know, looks like an initial red flag. And in order to play in our midfield, that's like our engine room. And you've got to run, you know, you've got to get about the pitch. The only player that can sort of get away with, not running and, you know, not getting up and down as you would, would probably be Fabinho. And I can't see him getting in ahead of Fabinho. Which brings me on to my next point, is that, you know, he's, he's a player that I just, I just don't know where he would fit in. I just can't see him getting in ahead of Henderson, Cater or Fabinho at the moment. I personally think, oh, Harold's off. That's it. That's yeah, it. I like yeah. that, Harold, off you. I, 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 I just don't see how he adds a, you know, that, that last ball or that killer pass that Cater can do or that drive and determination that Henderson provides or the cover that um, Fabinho provides. And I've also just been looking into his stats. The guy's got zero assists this year in the Bundesliga. Zero. Now, I heard people telling me that he's the guy to unlock the defence and, oh, it's going to be amazing him slipping the ball through to Salah or Mane and, you know, then finishing off a new dimension, a new way of playing. His stats this year clearly don't show that. Now, whether, now, now in all fairness to him, it could be the pass before the pass. So he might, you know, be the pass before the assist. But if he's going to be that guy for us to bring something different and unlock the defence, I really can't see it. Okay, cool. So, often in games where we, where we don't have Fabinho, we look slightly toothless attacking-wise because he has the ability to play that deep-line deep player role where he can pick, ping in the ball over the top to our fullbacks. Thiago does the it's, same thing. Thiago yeah. does the same thing more often, more accurately. With, with that being his literal sole, sole purpose, and you are right, he does have, he is more involved in the build-up of play 
So <laughs> I think there is too much dependencies that we have on goals and assists lately to which it decides how good of a player is. That's not the case at all. When but he hasn't, also got, he hasn't got one I'll, I'll caveat, I'll caveat the assist thing with he's been playing more of a defensive midfield role in a number six. Literally, literally, so do yeah. you think he can work? Do you, do you honestly think he can work in defensive midfield role in the Premier League? Why don't you... I, I, I'm, I am, honestly, I'm so confused. Why we're, not, we're not like City it? and hold on to the ball all the time in, yes, uh, we, in midfield. We, we can dominate games. I know that we can dominate games. But when it comes to like the physical stuff, I just can't see this guy holding on to the ball the way Fabinho does. Oh, my goodness. It's not between Fabinho and Thiago. Both can exist. Wijnaldum and Henderson can take a seat to Thiago playing. Nah, 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 nah. You know nah, what the funny thing is as well? We're having this argument. I, I think you could generally run a three-man midfield with Thiago playing the six, Henderson and Cater in front. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you absolutely could. But I'm saying... Maybe at home. home. But Maybe I'm not having Fabinho on Fabinho. Thiago on Fabinho. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. But like, let, let, let me carry on that again, Glam. Let's say if we're playing West Brom at home. Yeah, I, I, I still trust Fabinho more than Thiago. You, really? you have a, no, trust, but, listen. But, but this is what I mean. Is not, so, is, oh, no, no, wait, wait, wait. I think I've heard go enough. On, go, I've heard on, enough. Go, on. go for it. Go on, Harold. Don't, go on. Don't, don't be deceived by his size. He's not some like little fairy that, that runs around the pitch and tries to play in these nice intricate balls. He can get into the nitty-gritty of the game. He's got, he loves to put in a tackle, which is probably the reason why he has such a bad defensive, bad injury record, rather. He is great defensively, and he can also build up play. He is too yeah. at what he does. Seriously, yeah, no, hundred percent. And as I say, in a I, game, I, 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 honestly, in, in a game like Chris said against the West Brom, he absolutely could play the sixth role. Of course, obviously, we're sport by seeing Fabinho so often. But honestly, if you watch Thiago, guys, this guy is out of this world. Against Barcelona, against who, who did Bayern play the the team before Chelsea? That's unbelievable. Honestly. Yeah, no, I think that is quality. Yeah. And I, and and what what that's what I said earlier. It seemed like a more box to box. But a lot of people are talking about he's going to be this creative guy. As Alex said, and I don't see it as much. You might can do it, you know. We don't see Henderson ping 40-yard balls all the time, but he can. We don't see him um, shoot uh, from distance, but he can. I'm saying what we've got now, Fabinho is our number six, and he remains stay there. Then we've got the Ginny, and we've got Henderson, and we've got Keita, who had in different injuries but should be part of the three. Then we've got Oxlade. Where is Thiago going to fit? See, the thing That's is... We're not coming to be, to be so, on the bench. We don't have to be yeah. so rigid in our in our formation. We don't have to be a four three three with um, a six, and and then we have and, and then we have our two eights just running up and down. It doesn't necessarily have to be that way. We can have a six, and we can have almost like a six and a half in Thiago on the right hand side. It doesn't have to be constantly run up and down the pitch. He can honestly on his own. He can dictate play, especially with Fabinho next to him. Who is, who is destroying uh, the, whatever the opposition have the ball whenever they attack. Fantastic mm-hmm. job. We can also have another player on the, on the left who is more, is more the attacking-minded player in that hopefully would be Naby Keita. So the, that can exist. That's how we can line up. We will be so then, insanely good. Imagine, on, imagine Fabinho... Imagine having options where you're in midfield and, you know, Fabinho, Keita and Naby Keita can all drive and create chances... Plus, having to stop them while our fullbacks are bombing forward, we are unstoppable. We win the league. Yeah, Honestly, but yeah, yeah, but stop. no, Harold, Harold, I'm, I'm hearing you out. That, that's a good point. But then, to that, what sort of games or what type of games can you see him 
making an impact or making a difference. Every now I know, now I know, no, 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 no. Now I know Chris gave the example of West Brom at home. We've just gone and won 18 of our 19 league games at home. That's not where we need Thiago to come in and make a difference. We're going to need. Do you him. think he would have made a difference, say Burnley, where we drew? Okay, that's okay. That, that's our only home game that we didn't get a result. Anik, but when, if he, Anik, if he wait, can wait, make, wait, wait, wait. It, Anik, no, 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 no. If you're telling me he can make a difference against like United away or Watford away, and you can actually tell me why, then yeah, I can, I can believe it. But for me, I, I only ever see him do the pass before the pass, not the pass to like unlock the defence. That, often... And even in that Bayern Munich team, it's more Muller that is getting the assists. Oh and Nabri and Davis that are more creative yes, in that team. Yes, but the who's giving it to them initially? Who's giving yeah. it to them to make the so what's wrong? So what's wrong with Fab or Wijnaldum or Henderson giving because, it to them initially? Henderson he doesn't really play that crucial Henderson and Wijnaldum don't do that. Thiago does yeah, what no, they I, I think do. If, I do think if Thiago comes, he's probably going to be our most talented midfielder. 100%. Listen, yeah, when, no, when no Wijnaldum plays, he, so, everyone, everyone thinks of Wijnaldum and Henderson, they think of Engie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'll, of, give, I'll give you that. I'll definitely give you that. He will, he will be, and he should make a difference. But, you know, the intensity of the Premier League, I, I just think, I used to think anyone can just come over and slot in. I've changed my mind over the last four years, and it's just, it's just different. It's just a different and, gravy. And, and, I do, I do agree with that, but I think with someone the experience of Thiago, I think it will be somewhat disrespectful to say that. So, so Ali, you're saying even a free transfer, you don't want him in? No, no. If, if it's a free transfer, of course I'll take him. Of course yeah. I'll take him. I don't. I, I personally don't think. No, whatever we're willing to pay, twenty-seven mil, yeah. whatever. I, I personally wouldn't pay that. Fair enough. That's and, and, I, I personally and, wouldn't pay that. And your reason, your reason is because we won most games at home. In the <laughs> no, Harold, that's fair. No, I'm no, sorry. no, Harold. You're he don't want to pay nearly no, 30 no, no, million. No, no. <laughs> no I mean, fair, bro. You, you're, you're killing me. It's, it's almost no, like you're the one paying it. No, 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 no. You no, having no, to I, pay. I'll give you yeah, reasons. I'll give you reasons. His, his injury record. Okay, I mean, okay, okay. okay Zero bro. assists. No, 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 stop, stop. Zero stop. assists. Stop there. Yeah, let's, let me go let's, one by let's, one. Let's present. Let's do these last summary points on Thiago, then we'll move on to Yeah, go on, go on. This, yeah, this, yeah, this yeah. could be an hour long episode. <laughs> injury record. Let me do one by one. Assist. Okay, okay, cool. So, right. so injury record, yeah. Injury record, your first Zero assists. Zero assists. Wait, wait, wait. Let me do Let me do the injury record first. Nabiketa came to us with a clean injury record. What happened? made of biscuit as he came to the Premier League. So don't tell me, oh, okay, yeah, because he's had injury problems so, in the yeah, past. But not signed, signed, we didn't sign Naby on the base of an injury record. He's saying, I know, Thiago but, got injury records, so yes, we're actually signing him. No, but what I'm saying is just you can't, you can't predict the future. We That's didn't know right, that Naby saying, was going to... But you can base it on previous. Good. Oh, my God. Okay, didn't we do? Didn't we do you similar can... thing with Fakir as well? No, but I mean, he, Fekir was a... Oh, come on, let, let's not be ridiculous. No, 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 let's not be ridiculous. Fakir is a... He had one leg. Listen, Thiago can play at the highest level. Fakir had one leg. All right, go on, That's go on, Daddy. Come on, come on, come all on. Right, go on. All right, second one. Zero Six. assists. Right. I, honestly, I couldn't care less about assists. How many games? How many players are supposed to unlock our defence? But he is, listen, you're missing my point. I'm getting so angry. Ugh. He's the one that's going to pass to our creative fault. Well, not even our creative fault, but I won't even say that. Now, nah, come on. You've got, you've got you got to do one of these bro. Okay. You've got to find something. Listen, you can Van say... Van Dijk will assist. Joe okay. Gomez will assist. Come on, mate. Come even Lallana got yeah. an assist. Oh, my God. Stop oh, giving me this. Honestly, I don't... 
you have to look look beyond the numbers. Like, give me an eye test. Like, yes. Howard, I want him. I'll take him. Why Adam hasn't had an assist for two years? But I will take him. Why Adam hasn't had an assist for two years? But he is okay. But Wanyadam's coming with crucial match winning performances. I can't think of one performance. How dare you? You think I'm gonna wrong here? How dare you, bro? You know what? I give up. I give up. Let's move on, Christian. Let's go. I will be at your date tomorrow. Where- <laughs> I will be at your date. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just currently looking to see if there's a chances created part on the Bundesliga website, but for some yeah. reason, won't tell me. Um, it, it probably won't. No, it probably won't. That's yeah. yeah of, of, of course, you wouldn't want that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's key to Nasty me. Nasty anyway. guy, man. Nasty yeah, yeah. guy. Um, so from talking about uh, potential signings to talking about the current players that we have. Uh, so this week we saw the Reds head over to Austria. Uh, it looks very, very scenic. And, uh, you know, once COVID's over, it'll be a place I'd love to go. Um, start their preseason journey. Start their preseason tour, their preseason camp in Austria, working on their fitness and whatnot. Um, so I just wanted to discuss with you guys um, in terms of what you think the Reds should be working on this preseason. Is there anything you'd like to see them develop on? Anything you'd like to see them you know, try a little bit differently to surprise teams with next season? And of course, just talk about some of the clips you've seen. You know how intense that the um, the practices have been, and how they look like they haven't even missed a step, even though they've only been gone for two weeks. So, um, Glam, I'll, I'll start to start with you for this one. Um... Do you know what? I, I, I'll be honest. Last season, I, I wasn't particularly um, impressed with uh, some of our defensive errors. Um, I don't think it was as solid as we, we could look. Um, and I know, yes, I'm more for attacking side of football, but I like when we've got a solid defensive unit. I like the clean sheets. I like when we um, win games and we conceded zero or we win one nil, two nil. I want to get back to basics, but I think a lot of the time last season was casual. Um, you know, Gomez come and done a fantastic job, but certain times it was casual. That the, the goal against um, is it is it Gray? No, is it Leicester? Um, no, it was it. It was it. He got barged off the ball, and they gave the goal. Was it Watford? What game was that again? Now who was it? Who? who, who, who was it? Joey Gomez. They weren't going to barge off the ball. It was against Man City, maybe. Nah, you remember the soft goal they gave? Um, they barged him. It was Vardy barged him onto the ground, and they still gave. Oh, the goal. is it? Um... Bournemouth. Bournemouth, that's it. Bournemouth. Wilson. Oh. The Wilson goal. Oh, okay. And, and yeah, it, was, it was a clear foul, but, you know, you got to play to Wisdom, man. I just think that um, certain things like that, and obviously, you know, Van Dijk made errors. Um, Trent made errors. Robertson made errors. I just think that I, was, I, I didn't like us seeing conceded stupid goals. It, it kind of took a few things away for me from the championship season. So I want us to get back to bases where we're just solid, man. We're just no nonsense, solid play out from defence, but also like, with defenders unit and we're just not conceding stupid goals. Not mind conceding, but some of the goals you conceded, man, it's just like, no. Do you know what I mean? That's one of the things I want to get back to. Yeah, I've, I haven't seen that much of us um, pre-season-wise. All I've seen is the boys just, just cycling around um, <laughs> in the <laughs> in their uh, like interrupting Shaq's interview with uh, Gomez and Van Dijk I thought that was hilarious I haven't seen a lot of it I think it's it's a very unique situation we're in isn't it um, obviously I know Dan you're going to touch on it a little bit later but we only have two preseason games um, max yeah. I guess I guess we can we can consider the Arsenal game as a preseason game because 
it, it yeah. pretty much is. It, 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 it is a friendly, I have to be honest. Like, yeah, I, I think, true. It's I a glorified no friendly. It, it, is, it literally is a glorified mm-hmm. friendly. So we have Stuttgart apparently on Saturday and then we go to, um, then we play against Salzburg on Tuesday and then Arsenal again on, on Saturday. So it's, it's a weird one. I, I, need to, I need to see us play. I mean, it's hard to make any sort of predictions on training. I mean, because... Training can look as good or as bad as they want you to make, as much as they want to, to, to tell you how it looks kind of thing. So it's all up to them and their own depiction. I think I'll take more mm-hmm. stock in actually seeing us play. I wanna, I want, one thing I would say I want to see from us um, in regards to like training-wise and for the games that we have coming up, those ones I've just mentioned, I want to see different shapes. I want us, um, I mentioned this on the, our, our interview with uh, Paul Gorse earlier, um, which I know Dan's eager to allude to. I want us to be like, I liken us to a Swiss army knife. I want us to have many different um, elements of, of attack, if you like. So there are many ways we can keep people guessing because the better you get, um, which is obviously why it makes it so hard to retain a Premier League title or a Champions League title, because people have more footage to study on you. So it makes it very, makes it very easy for them to, de- easier to de- for them to defend against you. So I want us to keep different weapons in our, in our arsenal, switching, switching our formations, Maybe not to the extent of a 4-2-3-1, because whenever we play that, like, we just don't look like we can, we can keep hold on to the ball very well. I don't know why. But just switching our systems ever so slightly, moving players into different positions where but, uh, the oppositions are like, what's going on here? That's when I see different I love shapes. That. Except, yeah, I, 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 I love for us to just have an effective second way of playing rather than just bringing on a Rigi and then lump it up forward and then it's like, like just hope for the best. <laughs> or, or, or sticking a Rigi on the left, which makes me... Which makes yeah. me so annoyed. So yeah, I, I want to see better alternatives because our, our first option is is the best. Like it's super. Yeah. But our second option, it, it could definitely be better. So I think on on the alternatives, I think that's another thing that I want to see as well. I want to see like Tacky doing well. I want to see this new Simicast. That's how you pronounce it, right? Simicast. I want to see him. Yeah, I want to see him doing well as well because, like, we did look a bit tired. After, after we won the league, we did look a bit tired, and 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 the intensity is something for me. Seeing that is you know is 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 quite refreshing because we need to make sure that start of the year you know we're we're straight onto it because especially what Harold said, these guys they have more footage now to study of us. They're gonna you know figure out ways to to stop us from scoring, and yeah, we just need to make sure you know we're up for it. Just to take a little bit of a moment away from the pod to uh, preview a little bit of the interview that we had with Paul Gorst of the Liverpool Echo um, earlier today. This interview will be available on our Patreon page later on this week. So, without further ado, here is a snippet of our interview with the Echo's Paul Gorst. I mean, Liverpool did did make the bid for um, for Jamal Lewis first, so I suppose you could say he was first choice, but. Within hours of it being rejected, Michael Edwards is, is on the phone, or rather meeting his counterpart from um, from Olympiacos and thrashing out a bit for Shin McCasson. He's a player who they've tracked for the last three years. They actually noticed him when Pedro Chirivella was at FC20 and the scouts went to check on him and noticed Shin McCasson and it was fed back to, you know, this guy at left back, you, you want to keep an eye on him. And then from there on, almost the, the relationship was built up with his representative. So he's a player who they've had, had their eye on for, for quite some time and I suppose you can say Jamal Lewis probably was first choice in that sense, but um, I think now Liverpool have several options in each department. So it's not as, as black and white as saying he's first choice, he's second choice, he's third, because it's almost they have a, a profile of player and then they kind of go after as and when who, who they feel can can be a viable prospect. 
Cool. Thank you for that. And yeah, continuing on the topic of transfers, we've uh, we've seen the Echo have had some brilliant coverage on reports linking us to the likes of Ismail Sar, Ben White. What do you make of them both? And who would you say we're most likely to sign, if any? No pressure. Um, and I know, I know Ishmael Assad is someone who they to keep an eye on and his profile is very much in keeping with a player who Liverpool would like to add to that, to that front, you know, Arsenal. Timo Werner was, was the ideal one, Let, let's not make no bones about it. He was someone who was going to come in as a European, top-class European alternative to someone like Roberto Firmino and he could play across the front. But the situation being as it was, Liverpool couldn't justify paying £50 million on one player six weeks after they were looking to put on furlough some of their lowest paid members of staff. Yeah. Um, so Ishmael Nassar is someone who, who kind of fits in that that profile, as I say. He's someone who, who would be available for maybe a little bit more than the £25 million that Watford paid for him last year. But Liverpool probably do have a bargaining chip in the fact that Watford um, have been relegated and Nassar is a player who will know that want to play Premier League football once again next season. But I think it's it's still some way from Liverpool putting in a formal offer at this stage. He's someone who they will monitor. There's still weeks of the transfer window left to go. Uh, and what I'd suggest is, is watch this space at this point. Um, in terms of Ben White, um, I'm confident they have scouted him throughout much of last season. Um, haven't had it confirmed to me from people to speak to in terms of you know one or two sources with transfers, but I do believe they have scouted him. Um, now Leeds... I believe, excuse me, Brighton, I believe to be demanding 30 million upwards from Leeds, who obviously had them last season. Would Liverpool pay that for a four-choice centre-back at this stage? I'd suggest probably not, but um, he's definitely someone who I believe they have scouted throughout much of last season. But I think um, if you're asking which one is probably a little bit more realistic at this stage, I'd, I'd say Saar. But even then, there are so many variables to that deal. I wouldn't say, uh, I, 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 I'm not confident enough to write that 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 would happen but as I say what what's this space in terms of um, Ishmael Osar in particular? Sorry Paul would you say um, obviously I think Liverpool have got a bit of a complicated relationship with the um, Watford owners as well that comes as a result of the Zielinski transfer that they were looking to do a few years ago which seems about like 20 years ago now would you say that um, it would be a potential roadblock in those negotiations and do you think there are any other kind of players of that profile of Ismail Assar where you know there's a bit of a raw prospect there who can kind of deputise um, for a front three who they might potentially look at? I'm not, I'm not too sure about the relationship between the, between the, the you know Liverpool and Watford's owners Um I knew I know that obviously Watford owners are quite kind of scattergun and um in in their approach to, to managers and, and so on and doesn't always lend itself to a kind of long term philosophy. So to that's a difficult one. I, I, would would Watford's owners kind of cut off the nose to spike the face because of a transfer that didn't happen with another club a few years back? I'm not too sure. Um so I, I don't think that'd be too much of an issue personally. In terms of other players, um, I mean, it, it, it's difficult, isn't it? I mean, Liverpool, Liverpool are, are, are scouting players all, all across the globe from every age group, every category, and you've only got to see someone like um, Seth Vandenberg last summer, for instance. You know, a player who basically few had heard of when Liverpool took that deal to bring him in from PC Swole, um, seventeen-year-old who had had a, a, a Redivisie experience, but not someone who 
was a household name. So um, I couldn't kind of second guess Liverpool scouting department in terms of who they might look to bring in. But I do know that there are certain types of profiles of who they're looking at. And I think it's someone who can play in a variety of positions across the front. Someone who's quite young, someone with a high ceiling to develop and someone who um, has probably um, got quite a lot of experience at this point in terms of, of top flight. Um, so, so I, you know, you would say fits the bill. He's come from Rennes um, in France and he's obviously come from, from Senegal originally and he's someone who Sadio Mane knows quite well. So there is a kind of a multitude of, of factors there that, that does tie into what Liverpool are looking at. So um, I wouldn't say, um, I wouldn't be um, shouting down reports that, that are linking Liverpool with him at this point. Let's put it that way. Big thank you to Paul for joining us there. Um, again, head over to www.patreon.com slash and sign up to get access to that interview. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Fantastic. We talked about a lot from everything from transfers to Rian Brewster to pretty much everything you can think of LFC related at the moment. It is and, in that interview. And hip hop. And hip hop, yeah. Interesting, yeah. interesting top three of Paul's hip-hop choice. Um, I'm really glad you put that one in there, in there Harold, because you know, that was really, that was really interesting one. We should have more guests more often, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, head over to our Patreon page, sign up and get access to that interview. Um, again, you also get access to pretty much all of our um, content that we have on there. Um, so yeah, please do head over, check it, check it out and let us know what you think as well. Um, but yeah, back to the regular schedule programming. So we apparently, according to Google, this is according to Google. So Google has lied to me before in the past. <laughs> we do have a preseason game against Stuttgart on the 22nd. So that would be this Saturday. And we are also in talks. And I think it's been announced that we have a um, preseason fixture with Red Bull Salzburg. That's in part due to the really close relationship we have with Red Bull as a group. So what would you guys, what, what, what do you guys really want, realistically want to see from those pre-season games if they are available on LFC TV? Um, I guess more importantly as well, who would you like to see yeah, involved in these, um, in these pre-season friendlies as well? Just in terms from a, do they have a future at the club point of view? I want to see where they're at in their development point of view. So, who, who would you guys really want to see in these games um, going forward? Uh, Harold, we'll start with you. Um, yeah, so it's, it's pretty much what I was saying uh, a little bit before. It's just that, 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 that change of shape. I just want to see options. I don't really care too much for the result. This is it's all about testing out new options. I want to see Minamino um, that, that, that Anik alluded to earlier. So I want to see him... Express himself a little bit more. Hopefully, I can see more from him. I want to see what Brewster can do. Obviously, there's a little bit of talks about him going on loan, but I mean, I'm going to assume he's going to be here. So, I want to see how he fares. I also want to see um, Nabi Keita keep up his form that he's had 
See, I want to see these kind of players. Um, I don't know if Grewich is back as yet, but if... Think he's yeah, back. Yeah, I haven't yeah, seen the training. Okay, cool. Yeah, because he's back. I want, I want to see him playing. I want to... All these players that we have question marks, and I want to, I want to see what they're made of now. I want to, this is their time to, to impress Jürgen and impress us. Um, Ketis Jones... I want to. I want. I want to see him. I want to see him more. I, I think he's he's here regardless. But it's always good to see him get some more minutes under his belt. But yeah, more so the alternative options. That's what I'm saying. I want us. To, I want us to have a, a solidified B team, almost like we have in basketball. Um, so you I want us our second team or our second options to be certified, to where we can we can call on it, and it will be a genuine problem to where the t- uh, opposition has to like, actual change their attack. So or change their defense. Or defense, not defense. Sorry, it's not, this is not an American podcast. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's what that's what I'm expecting for sure. Um, Alec, Glam, anything you expecting from these preseason games? Looking forward, anyone looking forward to seeing any youth team players um, that they might be uh, hyping up? So for me, obviously, you know, I like I like Curtis Jones a lot. So I think. And, yeah, and you've, I, done a, you've, you've, a, you've done an Ellis there, haven't you, really? Um, <laughs> I just put a lot of stocks and shares into um, Bruce last season and you're doing it with Curtis Jones. I think yeah, I'd be a yeah. bit more into fruition with Curtis Jones this season, though. And there's, there's a Patreon exclusive for that as well. So, yeah, be sure to sign up to that and you can get my uh, thoughts on Curtis Jones. But, yeah, um, definitely, I, 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 I want to see um, how, how he does. I also definitely want to see how Brewster does as well. I think he's done brilliantly being a Swansea. Um, you know, in the post-season, is that what they call it, or post-lockdown? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be really interesting to see how he fares. But then I think in terms of performances, I I do want to see a good performance from us, regardless, because you know we do have the Community Shield um, the weekend after, and for me, I, I do want to kind of see us win that as well. So um, yeah, I just want to make sure the performance level is there as well. I only, see, I only really realistically want to see us win it because I know a certain shameless fan base will claim it as an actual trophy. Absolutely. I, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you took no, the words I'll, out of my um, mouth there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah, you mentioned most players. Here. I'm, I'm looking at pretty much four players. I, I want to see Brewster. I want to get a start. Um, Grigic, probably my player camp. I've got a soft spot for Grigic. I really like him. The um, glam cam. That could be a new yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. The glam cam. Glam, glam, glam cam. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, like I, I, I lied. I said I see, I, I see him play live. Obviously, three years ago at Wembley, and I said I keep going about it in pods. But the header against Barcelona, what the header was, mate! It was amazing. unreal. Yeah, it was unreal. <laughs> yeah it was amazing header, man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And our new left back, I want to see him as well. You know, the quotes are mm, he could yes, be world yes. class. You're right. Like, you're right. You know what I mean, so if you could be world class, like let's get him. Let's get some um, football under his belt, man, and get him into the team. Mm-hmm. In terms of the results, yeah, I was just winning, just winning, man, just winning. But also, if we're not winning, playing with intensity and fluency, man. Do you know what I mean? If we're not having the result, it's more how the team are going to be playing. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think the intensity for me, I just need to make, I, I, you know, I want to make sure that's there because you know yes. I'm a I'm a I'm a run till it hurts kind of guy, and I want to make sure. Oh, that, trust you know, me, we know. Yeah, <laughs> I want to make sure. I want to. I just want to make sure you know. Come the start of the season, you know, we're 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 ready to go into battle. Definitely. No, I love it. Getting ready to go into battle. Couldn't have put it better myself. To be honest with you. Um, yeah, I think. I think for me, I'm looking forward to seeing Minamino a little bit in the um, in the preseason and just seeing how he kind of uh, continues his adapt 
adaptation into this Liverpool squad more than anything. Um, it, it's a weird one because I think when you join in January, you either hit the ground running or you have to take a few few months to settle in and accumulate. And I don't think the, the COVID break would have done him any good, um, yeah. in all honesty. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, a good good pre-season away with the fellas, especially with this training camp as well, getting over a little bit more, um, can really showcase what he, what he does in training. Um yeah, hopefully comes through in some of the games. Um, would, from a selfish point of view as well, I definitely really want to see Ryan Brewster because I think I mean, there's definitely there is you can see that there is a baller there, Indeed. and mm-hmm. I think like Ali alluded to earlier, his performances when he was a Swansea were were spectacular. There was a different variety of goals there as well, and it's just nice to see him get his chance. Really, I mean, this player that we've all all been waiting to see explode on the scene, as it were, for a while. Uh, coming to fruition and you know personally I, I selfishly I hope he stays because I think he can get a, a few more opportunities this season within the first team but also as well just from a development point of view I think it would probably be better for him to go on loan um, but again he has to go to the right club because I mean bloody hell I, you wouldn't want him to go to Burnley would you you know what I mean <laughs> 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 that'd be rough yeah um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah interesting preseason um on hand so right i want to move on to a little bit of a different segment it's not necessarily lfc based but we're going to make it lfc based because apparently liverpool fans are weird and make everything about them according to twitter um <laughs> i had to get that one in there <laughs> so there you know been a little Little case of resolving the Champions League going on past uh, past week, um, and of course the Europa League. So, have you guys been watching the games first and foremost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were def- definitely Champions League, Champions um, League, yeah, yeah. yeah a few a few of the Europa games as well, actually. Yeah. Anyone ticket and uh, in a uh, in Europa gone? Um, well, Inter look impressive in um, yeah. Europa. They look very impressive. Um, I think, I think the Man United are quite lucky that they went out, I'll be honest. Um, I think they would have got ruined. Um, in terms of the Champions League, well, boy, we all think Bayern Munich, well, they look a different unit, man. Absolutely yep. different unit from when we played last year. Um, I just think, forget the year when they got in the back, because Neuer looks a bit shaky, so I think it's the fair to say Alisson's the best in the world. But, Going forward, I don't even uh, think that that's, that's Alisson's competition anyway. I think it's yeah, a, well, some, some, some would say so. That's just yeah. that, that's just blown out of the water. But some people used to tell me that Ter Stegen was the best in the world, and after you yeah. know, being a stripper and conceding eight goals at the weekend, I'm yeah, not too sure about yeah. that one, Chief. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm not but convinced, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, now buy him, buy him. Look, they're gonna win it, they're gonna win it, yeah. Man. I had a conversation with uh, I had a conversation with Neil Atkinson going to a rap a few weeks ago. Shameless name dropped from me there. Right. Um, <laughs> friend, good friend of the pod, um, Neil Atkinson. Um, Neil, yeah, big up Neil. Um, and he was just saying that you know, but, but the way Bayern Munich have been playing in the Bundesliga, and you know, especially that game against Chelsea, do you see it going any other way than a Bayern Munich win? And I think that first win has really propelled them to go yeah. on and just say, you know what, fuck it, we can win the entire thing, let's do it in yeah. a bit of style, because 8-2, I think the two goals, in, I think the two goals in general flattered Barcelona in all honesty, mm-hmm. they were quite lucky to get them, No, but uh, yeah, one of them being an own goal as well. It's, it's funny you say that, but I think Bayern were playing some outrageous defending, their defending that game was shoddy, I mean, my times, I mean, it is Lionel Messi, 
Um, although Anik doesn't doesn't rate him as much as he should. Um, and, oh, and, was very 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 shaky in that game. Yeah, he he loves to he loves to go to the ground. Like he honestly, he, he's um he's been likened to a certain lady in a certain profession, but I won't ever I won't ever give the actual profession. Um, he just likes to go to the ground a lot. Um, uh, I think, but I am I'm actually more. I mean, I'm impressed with Bayern, of course. I think as far as players go. Alfonso Davis is is looking ridiculous. He's, he's literally like a freaking nature. <laughs> um, yeah. I think he's I think he's superb. Naturally, there's there's uh, likenings to uh, Roberto Firmino, Roberto Firmino, Robertson. Roberto <laughs> Roberto Firmino. Um, uh, to to resemblance though when you said it. <laughs> yeah, not not just like to to, to, to Andy Robertson. Um, yeah, I I can see why, but I just naturally with someone who's so raw. I would say raw in terms of how many games they've played. I haven't. I just haven't seen more of him. Um, I haven't seen enough of him to to say that he can. He's yet better than Andy Robertson. Um, I actually do think PSG will go all the way though. Um, I think. I think. I'm very critical of uh, Tuchel's management. I don't think he's. I think he's. I think he has shown at times he can be tactically inept. Um, yeah. But I think. PSG just really won it this year, man. Like Neymar has a lot. He's re- the way he played against. Um, well, they're currently they're currently one the up as oh, we record this podcast. Oh, Marquinhos, okay. yeah, has scored for PSG. Yeah, he he looks like he's just on another level to everyone else. He missed a couple of guilt edge chances, no doubt, but he is just ridiculous. And obviously, Mbappe came on had a very good cameo. Um, even even. Um, Chipper Moting, once once of Stoke is looking look not looking out of place at all. He came on and I think he probably changed the game in in um in, in favor of of PSG. So yeah, there's a few players to be impressed by. Latura Martinez, he looks ridiculous. Yeah, he <laughs> he's looks, he's, he's finishing. Finish. He's finishing. It's just yeah, him and Lukaku up top. I like honestly, I love it when players. It makes me because I think mine does this a lot. When players are are far out to goal. And they're running, and they have the opportunity to go closer and finish. But they decide to finish from that distance, and they're with, with complete confidence someone's going to go in. That's, that's when you know these guys are different. Because I remember, I remember against Everton, um, Mane scored that goal where someone passed him on the left, and he, he shot it first time with his left foot bottom corner at, yeah. at home against Everton. Yeah. And I was like, Mane, go take a touch. And, he, and I saw yeah. it to the bottom corner. I was like, okay. Don't mind me, you know. Let, let me just keep quiet. When players are that confident in their ability and then they, the execution is so spot on, I think they are a next level. I would love to welcome Latura to, to Anfield. Let's just say that he will be quality. Yeah. Um, any so any players that you've seen in these games that you've been watching that you think you've looked at and gone, oh, okay, cool. Wouldn't mind this guy at Liverpool. I'm expelling Kylian Mbappe. And Neymar from this conversation. Um, yeah, I did preemptively do. Oh, yeah, you've got an agenda against yeah. that as well, haven't you? Yeah, Pretty you, you can say Neymar. He, he, he won't fit. He won't fit. He's You see, I have an agenda against Neymar. And let's not start this. Let's not start this. Let's not start <laughs> Neymar, Neymar is quality. Yeah, he is quality, but he won't fit in our team. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's head over to. We'll save that, we'll the, save that. We'll save that for the, Patreon. Head over to Touchline Fracas Discord channel, uh, go into the Cop and Fracas group and at Anik to put more information on that one. But, um, I, yeah, I just want to know if there's any players that you've seen, um, you know, across, the, across, across a few games, 
that you thought would slot in very well at, at, at Liverpool. Uh, I think one for me would be um, uh, very much Hassan Awa yeah. from Leon. Um, yeah. very, very, I've been very vocal uh, about him uh, yeah, yeah. In, yeah. Our own, in our own individual group for the past, he is, past couple he's of weeks. quality, man. <sighs> he's good, man. He's very, very good. And you can see like he in the box role. I'm not going to pronounce that. Uh, the the centre back. The centre back. Don't worry. Upa Meccano. Yeah, quality. Upa Meccano. Did it in the end. Yeah, he got it. Yeah, he looked really impressive the other game. So assured for such a young man. He's like, yeah, I think he's think only 21. Yeah. Yeah, he's not that old. Yeah. Him and um, him and Canate very, very good. Bring him over, mate. Klopp will mould you into another Van Dyke. Come on over, mate. You look no on a on a serious note. He he looks Definitely. sound, but for a man who's so young, I'm I'm really impressed by him, man. He's I think he he is his, or his performance rather against Atletico was was who people think Kulibali is, assured, strong, confident, good on the ball. Yeah, like he is he is a really good defender, man. And I'll be I'll be watching him a little bit more more closely for sure. Uh, two players yeah, I like. I like. I like. Obviously, Martinez is, is, is a big coup, a lot of money. Quality. But I would love. I would love him at uh, Liverpool. And um, a tricky one, but Kingsley Commons, man. Would you like he's him? Yeah. Good player, man. He's a. I know he looks tired coming off of Barcelona, but he's a. The style of play will slot into us. He's like a not so Henge Adama, the way he plays. You know what? You know, I mean? what, he, he's very you know what Kingsley Coleman is? He's like the ultimate utility player. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and Bayern, yeah, yeah. Bayern Munich do this so well that they kind of have so many good options that they can put across so, from free. Looking to give your retirement portfolio a boost with exciting new investment opportunities? Think about this. Crypto assets present the best opportunity to build generational wealth since the discovery of oil. In the past, cryptocurrency was confusing. You may have wondered if it was even possible to get involved. That all changed with BitTrust IRA. BitTrust IRA helps you seamlessly and securely add crypto to your portfolio. They have a 24-7 trading platform with no minimum investments and unlimited trades, plus a team to help guide you if you have questions. Go to bittrustira.com podcast to learn more. For a limited time, BitTrust IRA is waiving the sign-up fee for listeners of this podcast, a $50 value. That's B-I-T-T-R-U-S-T-I-R-A dot com slash podcast. I mean, yeah. I, you look, Perisic, like that guy yeah, was, well. yeah. that guy yeah, was dead and buried at um, Inter. Yeah, yeah he was Perisic, yeah. Sane, Nabri. Like, yeah. you've got Sane now, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Fucking hell, man. Honestly, yeah, I see a lot of resemblance in, Bay- in Bayern that I do in Arsenal, just how the club is run. I think, they yeah. are a, they are a supreme team um, when it comes to transfer. I've actually the football the world. They are a fantastic team when it comes to comes to anything yeah. to transfers, man. They are a really yeah. run team as well. It, they are the epitome of, of a German team. Yeah, even their fans are Davis, man. That coop there from what kind of like, football? Yeah, yeah. He, he, literally, he, and even the way he came in, I think it's came it's, in. It's, it's, it's it's typical to how Robbo came in actually. Um, because yeah. to, to this day, if Mourinho didn't go off injured, Robbo would probably still be on the bench, or he probably would have been anywhere else. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it just so happens that I think that happens a lot in football when someone gets injured, you get your break, you know, and then and that's when you you start to make a name for yourself. But no one would have imagined he would be this good for sure. Uh, he, 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 uh, he, he's he's pace is ridiculous. But it's, it's, not, it's, it's not only his pace, though. It's his, he's so good on the ball. Like, one-on-one, one on yeah. one, 
He must be a winger. Like he made um. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, he, he had him on toast the whole game. Oh, made him dance, yeah. man. It was yeah. he made him do, he made him do a TikTok on the yeah. sideline. <laughs> 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 do, you know, do you know what? He's, you know, when it comes to Davis, he's honestly he's reminiscent. Now I think about it, he's reminiscent of Gareth Bale. I was literally just about to say that. I'm glad yeah. you have. Yeah. Oh, that 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 PMP on the left wing, followed by quality. Oh, yeah. mate. It is. Yeah. It's so good to watch. I if he keeps up at this rate, he's wasted that left back. In my honest opinion, I, oh, I yeah. you, you have to don't push him forward, man. He is ridiculous, but yeah. Davis for know? me is so. I think the original question was Chris. Anyone you'd see at, at LFC? I think the fact that we got Robbo means that Davis is you know is mm. probably a player that we wouldn't probably go for. But yeah. I think the the players up top for Bayern up top in the real forward positions I think those players are you know they've got so much there and yeah, um, yeah. I, I really like the look of um, Gnabry but I just oh, don't know if great. I just oh. don't know I just don't know how viable that option is and obviously Lewandowski but they've just got so yeah, much options absolutely. there and they're just they've even got Coutinho as well I mean, and, yeah. and how and how how he was allowed to play as well is just you know what the you know what the funny thing there. about that is mm. so that rule got overturned i think because uh, barcelona put pressure on uefa when they signed coutinho because he couldn't play in the champions league that season so it's yeah. literally oh, come back to bite them in their own but, ass. But, there you go but on top of that it's not really common in europe it's literally only us who yeah. Do that. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just us in the premier league you say you can't play against your parent club Everyone else does it, but I don't really know why. When, mm. when like they can literally come on and get two goals and an assist against you, it's like uh, I'm embarrassed. Not happened. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Embarrassing. Yeah. Anyone else? Any other players you're impressed with? I think one for me was um, Yaa Felix. I thought he looked really oh, good. Yaa Felix had a great cameo, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. yeah, he's he's been he's been nullified in that Simeone system, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, he would... came off the bench, didn't he, in that game? Yeah, he, he came yeah, like he, someone he who paid hundred and twenty million, I think, is reported as um, euros. Go the bench. Yeah. yeah, like what on earth is going on? Like, but I mean, this 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 is not an Atletico Madrid podcast. Mm-hmm. I won't talk on it too much. But how Joao Felix? He is he is he's a very good player, man, and he needs to he needs to be able to express himself a lot more because he's been nullified in that system at the moment. Definitely. Oh yeah, I, I would say um, not that we want for LFC, but that guy done it again. That that Bonega man for Seville. Well, you like him? Oh mate, for when for when he hurt us in the Champions League final, he's been doing it for years. And, I mean, man. Europa League final when he hurt us, and still like he performs the other day, man. He just quality. When yeah. you got quality, you don't need legs. It's just yeah, quality, yeah. quality <laughs> man. It's like Seville ending up in the Europa League final. It's football. Heritage. Yeah, yeah, they've clocked that tournament. They're 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 that yeah. That's their tournament now. They are. Yeah. They, 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 they the severe invitational essentially. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, I thought Regulon uh, looked really good at left. Oh yeah, Regulon. Yeah, yeah. Regulon. Shout out to the main part. That. that was Reggaeton. very very funny. Regulon. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's all we've got time for this week. Um, boys, it's been a pleasure as always. Always, um, mate. Thank you for joining me this week. Um, You're again, um, do, if you love the if you love what you heard for the interlude for the Paul Gust interview, please head over to our Patreon page. That is www.patreon.com slash cop and fracas. And subscribe from as little as three pound a month to be able to access 
most of our amazing content that we have on there and of course that brilliant interview that we had with Paul talking about all things LFC transfers 2021 season 1920 season and everything between and of course hip hop uh, which was our pocket name as well um, sure. <laughs> we'll be back next week with another episode of Common Podcast so until then stay safe enjoy the weather it's thundering and lightning and we will see you soon take care people Thank you, guys. for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Crunchy Bars. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Delicious and convenient, both their toasted almond and lemon almond flavors have two grams of net carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein, all in a satisfying crunch. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Bars are now available in the granola bar aisle at Walmart. Sports Social Podcast Network.